Hi, I'm Dr. Andrea Stover, licensed marriage and family therapist, and you're listening to the Modern Day Romantic Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be exploring the phenomenon of the one that got away. And of course, this is within the context of a romantic relationship, though I do know that the one that got away could be a missed opportunity or some other type of thing from one's life. But today we're focusing on the one that got away in terms of romantic relationships. All right. So when we start with this phenomenon, I don't think it's too difficult to think about what this what this means, the idea of this. Uh, so many movies, so many stories, TV shows, books, country music songs are about this exact thing. And especially if we're exploring what it means to be a romantic and the idea of longing, yearning, pining, these types of things that I do believe are a part of a romantic's innate disposition, part of their personality, style, or type. Then this idea of fantasizing or romanticizing about yesteryear or days gone by or a past relationship is of course going to be a part of some people's experiences. So I'd really like to come at this with curiosity and uh, more asking questions rather than saying, you know, this is the answer or this is what this is. Because the truth is, this could be a lot of different things for different people. I think that the idea of the one that got away pairs nicely with nostalgia. And when I think about being nostalgic or nostalgia, I think about it's usually taking us back in time. And for any of us, if we're thinking about going back in time, what that means is we're going back to a younger version of ourselves. And I don't know any research out there on this, but I would be so interested to know if, if you have a one that got away, let's say, is this from a particular age or um, time frame in a person's life that we could maybe, uh, tend to guess, you know, is, is it kind of that, that point developmentally where we're at a crossroads, let's say, you know, and, um, am I going to do kind of this societal traditional, find someone settle down at this time, or do I have more, you know, uh, what is it like wild oats to sow kind of thing, or do I just want to do my own thing for a bit before being ready to settle down, whatever the case might be. But I would, I'd be very curious if age has anything to do with uh, this. And, and so we're not just being called back to our particular relationship, but maybe even a particular time in our own development, a certain stage of our own life. I don't know, just, just food for thought, curious about that. My, my hunch is it would likely probably be that. Uh, but again, I know everybody has their own unique life, story, situation, circumstances, etc. So being nostalgic automatically puts us into a younger age, a younger stage, a younger frame of mind. And I think, you know, growing up, a lot of times, you know, people say things to us, to younger people, oh, enjoy it while it lasts kind of thing, or yeah, it won't be like this forever. And 
it's really hard to understand what that means because, uh, you know, we can't know what the future is going to be until the future plays out. So grownups seem to be telling younger folk, hey, you know, it's going to get more challenging and I wish I could go back and maybe, um, you know, enjoy or relish the times that you're in where there's less responsibility, maybe less complexity. But I also think there's another side to that, which is sometimes that's a blanket statement and simply not true because just because someone's younger doesn't mean that they're having an easier time, right? Like that's, again, there's so much complexity within each person's life and how that plays out. But this nostalgia, this reflection on the past and the idea of the one that got away, I think there's something about needing to remember that wherever it is that we are at right now in our lives is where we are using as our point of reference. So we're, we're thinking about the past based on where we're at right here, right now. And so we would want to be really curious, okay, if I am dreaming about this or fantasizing about this, and this doesn't need to be something that, you know, you're obsessed with or anything. It's just this idea that might pop up from time to time, or, or just maybe a relationship didn't quite have the closure or the completion. Maybe it kind of stayed in a perpetual state of potential, but never quite got to play itself out. And so the psyche is sitting there, you know, reminiscing or reflecting and, and wondering, you know, how things might have might have uh, played out had had it been able to run its course, let's say. So I think all of that's very natural, very common. It's uh, totally fine. I think where we get into uh, a sticky situation here is when we literalize this fantasy, when we make it about the fact that, oh, I'm thinking about this and therefore it means this. It means that I did make a mistake. Oh, I should have you know, gone through with that, or I should have, um, oh, if only I had seen it more clearly then, you know, then, then my life would have taken a different path. And again, we're reflecting in a moment in time in the present. And therefore I wouldn't be suffering right now in the way that I, you know, feel like I am. And so this is that sticky place too, because we don't know that we're using the idea, we're using fantasy to help us feel better and maybe give us some type of a creative uh, inspiration, a creative release of, oh, you know, if I could think about if my life had gone that way, it would be better. And therefore, maybe it's helping to quell something in the moment. But again, the danger there is if we literalize that, because the fact is we cannot go back into the past, right? The fact is our life is a series of choices that leads to another choice and another choice and a next step and another choice. So we, we can never go back. And sometimes it's really nice to be able to reflect on having a past, having a a previous life than the one that you're living right here, right now. So what I mean by that is sometimes we can get too burrowed in and narrow focused tunnel vision on where we're at right here, right now. So I think the tricky thing about, uh, let's, let's use the example of being in a relationship right here, right now, you're in a relationship and the relationship you're in is going to really, uh, 
have some type of a, a familiarity. You're going to have a particular way that you show up in that relationship. So certain parts or aspects of your personality are going to really be able to shine through. Uh, and you probably chose the person that you're with for that reason. You know, we like to feel good. We like to feel like we can be ourselves. That doesn't mean though, that if you were with someone else or were to be with someone else, even in the future, that other parts of your personality might be able to be explored or expressed that aren't necessarily able to be, um, that aren't able to shine through in the same way with a particular person. Okay. All of this, what I'm saying right now is that sometimes I think this reflecting on the one that got away might mean I really liked that version of myself that I was when I was with that person. And maybe it's more about us than it is even about the person that you're fantasizing or romanticizing or idealizing in your mind. Now, I think that's a question I would really want you to reflect on if this is an experience that, that, that you have, which is what was I able to be, you know, who was I able to be then that I'm not quite able to fully feel into now? And again, that doesn't mean it's because of that particular person or because of that relationship. It could be, it could have been, but it might also be, again, because we're going back in time when we're younger and things could have been simpler or, or at the very least just different. Things were different and you were at a different place within yourself, within your own development at that time. So I wanted to, to just offer that because again, I probably going to say this several times in this episode, but when we literalize, when we mistake the idea of the one that got away for being about the other person exclusively and not about something about us, that is where we can get really lost. And I've seen that turn into obsession. I've seen that turn into an inability to move forward in one's life. I've seen that turn into, um, despair, you know, and, and deep depression, because if you really feel, and you can, let's all just imagine putting ourselves in that situation. If you really feel like the one, you know, there is a, the one out there for you and you're the one got away. And maybe you're the one is married to someone else and has kids with someone else and is living their best life with someone else, not you. What does that mean then? What meaning are you putting on that? You know, you, you might just think, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm destined to be alone forever now. Ah, how painful, how awful to feel that way, right? So we really want to get into this phenomenon and see where we might be able to mobilize, where we might be able to get this, get, get a bit of agency back, get a bit of, uh, resuscitation. If this is your experience so that you feel like, Hey, I, I, this is my life and things have happened. Choices have been made and I am moving forward. I am embracing my life as it is. And I'm here to move forward in whatever manner, whatever way, shape or form that takes. Okay. So nostalgia, the, the next thing I wanted to say about nostalgia is that sometimes it's also a way of avoiding, avoiding what's happening in the present as well. So uh, maybe 
maybe you are needing some type of inspiration and needing to take action in order to uh, get your mojo back, you know, C come back to life a bit. And in sometimes we can turn to the past, uh, something that felt good in the past, or again, uh, romanticize or idealize it in order to put ourselves in a feeling state in the present. And I think, again, if we don't know we're doing that, then we won't know, okay, now I'm going to take this good positive energy and move this thing forward or take action accordingly in what's, what's being asked of me right now. And instead, we can stay immobilized still. Like, so we're not feeling good, but then we start reflecting on the past and we just stay in that place. We just stay stuck there. And uh, I think there are moments and reasons and, and times to do that. And I also think our life is tick, 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 tick every single moment, right? It, there it is. There it is. There it is. It's, it's passing us by. So we just want to make sure that we are aware when we're in nostalgia, what it is we might be seeking from uh, reminiscing, uh, from reverie, and be able to use that as inspiration or fodder for what may need to uh, be worked through. Uh, in in the present, in in the present moment, in your present relationship, or in your life in general. And the last idea that I want to leave us with is the Garth Brooks song "Unanswered Prayers." Okay, I think this is the perfect song to summarize this idea of reflecting on a love from the past and seeing it through your eyes now, today, and maybe what you thought it was is actually very different uh, given you know your vantage point now so i wanted to say this and kind of leave us with this idea too because it's it's kind of the happy ending so to speak of uh the one that got away which is hey maybe i've lived uh, a bit of a, a tortured life been a tortured soul or heart of sorts thinking oh my gosh you know it, it would have been so much better or oh i had the perfect little relationship you know back in the day such and such and uh, you know, in the song and not giving away any spoilers, I don't think I'm guessing most people know what song I'm talking about, Garth Brooks, Unanswered Prayers. You know, he goes back to his hometown. He goes back to the football game and he seizes his old lover, his old flame. And he realizes, wow, I'm really grateful to be where I am right here, right now. And if my life had gone in that direction, I see I wouldn't be who I am today. And I think that that's a nice, happy ending. It's it's not going to be everyone's ending, uh, but I think it's something to also be reminded of if you are a person that lives in nostalgia is to not get lost or trapped in it and more see, hey, maybe maybe life is conspiring in my favor. Maybe I don't have all the answers. Maybe it's not all on me to make all the perfect right choices all the time. And maybe it, it, you know, even though it was painful that it didn't work out with your, the one that got away, maybe in the end it was for the best for lots of different reasons. And, and maybe not, but also maybe so. Okay. Uh, oh gosh, I have to just end with, I'm really, really, really going to end with this one now. There's this other quote that I think of all the time when I think about nostalgia and it's from the show, The Office. And Andy Bernard on there, I think it's one of the, the very last episodes of the whole series. And he says something like, I wish there was a way to know that you're in the glory days while you're in them. 
or, or some, something to that effect. And I think that if we can live our life as if every day, week, month, year is our glory years, even if we're in suffering, even if we're, we're lost, we're trying to find our way. I think that there's something really beautiful in that too, where we can almost be nostalgic as we're living our life in the present and therefore not be as susceptible or vulnerable to, um, you know, getting lost in, in, you know, who we used to be or what once was uh, at the expense of not being able to live our life in the present and on into the future. Okay, I'm really ending it there now. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you're interested in learning about ways to work with me, head over to my website, themoderndayromantic.com. From there, you'll be able to contact me and learn a bit more about the customized intensives and retreats I offer both individuals and couples. You'll also be able to support future podcast production via Patreon. There are several membership levels to choose from, including the Beating Hearts Club, which gives you access to exclusive content every month. Thanks so much for your support, and I'll see you next episode.